2: This is CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry spent decades in the car business and was a two term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He pretty much knows every car dealer worth knowing. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. He's a radio hall of famer and pretty much knows every traffic court judge in Texas. Now, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, here they are on CarPro USA.
3: Thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. And for the next hour, we're going to give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. If you want to pick my brain, the phone number is 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777, carprousa.com. That's the website. That's where you sign up for the free weekly newsletter. And that's if you do that today, we'll get you a copy of this week's In Your Inbox today or tonight. And you'll have it, and you'll get a new one every Friday full of information. You can't believe all the stuff that goes in there. If you haven't tried it, try it. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. It's that simple. My name's Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, and my trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is
4: here. Because I subscribed 19 years ago.
3: Yes, you know. Our first newsletter came out in 08.
4: Oh, True. I've, I've still got a copy of it, so I'm going to I'm gonna publish it.
3: <laughs> one one topped page Yes. with no
4: graphics. Yeah, just a Word doc. Yeah. yeah. We've come a long way. Come a long way since then. Um, going over the list of winners and losers of the third quarter this year in the automotive sales compared to the third quarter last year, I honestly was very surprised, given all that's been going on, that among the losers... I mean, a lot of them were down 20%, 30% compared to last year. Not a surprise, considering everything. But Ford was only down 5%. Ram was only down 2%. Hyundai was only down 1.9%. Lincoln only down 1.4%. You get my drift.
3: Well, the whole industry was only down 9%. And and that's strictly because of shortage of inventory. There'd have been more new cars out there. Those numbers would have been ahead of last year.
4: The demand was there. The supply wasn't. Right.
3: Forget COVID. We got past that, in the auto industry at least. But the inventory shortage was where, that's why those numbers are down 9%. Which is, I mean, 9% is 375,000 vehicles in a quarter.
4: True, but again, considering everything.
3: Yeah. Uh, This is the year you would have thought sales would have been off 50% by the end of the year. Yeah. It wouldn't have surprised me. The only people that were buying in March, April, May, in that time frame, were people who just had to have a car. Right. Their, Their car got, died. Or got told out or stolen or or something. But it's, it's all changed now. Let's go to Richard in Dallas. Richard, welcome. How can I help you?
5: Hello, Jerry and Kevin. Hey, buddy. Hi. Uh, I was over at uh, Five Star Ford and Carrollton this morning getting the oil changed yeah. on my 29th escape. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I've been mean, thinking about getting a, a second car for my wife. She was laid off when the virus hit, but now she's gone back to work, so we can probably get another car with a, you know, a payment, another payment. Uh, and I was over there talking to RJ. He's the one that helped me with this car, and he was saying that the, the new Escape is just fantastic. It's so much different from the previous generation. And I was wondering what your opinion is. I gave
3: it a really good review. I There were a lot of things that I thought – were improved upon. If I had any, if I knocked it for anything at all, it was just the fact that I didn't think the visibility was as good as the 19. And it's not that it was bad. It's just not as good. But otherwise, the looks, the way it drove, uh, the new engine lineups, I was very impressed with it. You can watch a review and video I did some time ago uh richard probably probably around the first of this year uh i've 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 always been an escape fan i recommended one for my mother-in-law last year she got a 2019 and she's loving Uh it it's her first suv it's great they've been great quality wise and reliability wise they've been great for years so Uh i i'm i'm all in on them i think i think they're great i i would tell you you know let r j take good care of you he's a, he's a dear friend of mine. Tell him I said hi will you
5: i will uh and I one other thing you know my wife had this idea that she wanted an echo sport, and i I don't really care for it. I think it's underpowered and r j kind of he kind of turned his nose up at it too and he said,
3: uh, i hate it i hate it <laughs> I hate the eco sport i do okay. I, and i th- I think it's just because I find it so horribly ugly. Yeah. Why would you? Why <laughs> you pay somebody to design one of the ugliest SUVs on the road anywhere? And if you're driving one, listening to this show, I apologize, but you picked an ugly car.
5: That's that. Yeah, I don't like. It.
3: Yeah. Oh, and the resale's okay. been horrible on them, just horrible.
5: Well, that's a good. That's a good reason not to get
3: us then. Well, you got to tell her something, right? Because <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah gotta tell you got to have some I reasons. Just, Man, I think I could on this, Kate.
3: Just being ugly is not enough. You need a better reason. Let's go with the resale value.
5: Yeah, <laughs> and you know the, other, and you know I'm. We're looking to get a second car, new. But he said, and my 2019 is very low mileage because I work from home and and uh, I did that before the COVID hit. Yeah. And then, but I still went into the office, you know, once a week. And when this hit, the office is closed. He said, stay home. So it hardly gets driven, and it's got like six thousand miles on it.
2: Oh wow! And he said,
5: "Boy, I could get you in, you into one too and uh, get you some equity." <laughs> you
3: know, well with, so the SUV, kind of with the SUV market as high as it is right now, I would not be surprised. And I know they'd love to have that thing on their used car lot certified. Uh, so you might give that you might give that some thought. And and the incentives are good this month. Uh, at least in the Texas market, one of the big things Ford's doing, which we haven't seen much in the past, was they're giving you 0% for 60 months plus... A, excuse me. Goodness. I'm trying to get the hiccups. Oh. Plus a good amount of cash in addition to 0%. You know, for years we had to choose 0% or big rebate. Now, Ford's doing both right now, and I think the escape is... It's either a thousand or fifteen hundred on top of zero percent. So, what I've been telling people to do this month, if you're going to buy a Ford SUV, at least in the Texas market, is finance it for zero for sixty, but take that cash in cash. And a lot of people don't realize rebates are your money. So, if you want it, if you want it in the form of a check, you can get it in the form of a check. But if I'm getting zero percent, I want to finance as much as I possibly can and keep the cash liquid and that's what I would do. Richard, I can't thank you enough for the call. If uh, you run into any issues and RJ is not there, talk to Trey. Trey Russell's the GM, and he is also a dear friend of mine. 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. Rare that we have a phone line open at this time of the hour, but right now we do, and it can be yours. 926-7777.
2: Don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA and find out which vehicle is right for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777.
4: This is CarPro USA. My name's Kevin McCarthy. The CarPro is Jerry Reynolds. And if you're looking for someone, if you're new to the show and you're looking for some place where you can get actual straight talk, no double talk, no mystery talk, honest answers about anything automotive except mechanical questions, hey, you have come to the right place. So without further ado, here's my buddy, Jerry Reynolds.
3: Well, thank you, sir. What a nice introduction. Jackie in Houston, welcome. Uh, Good afternoon. Hello, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna to try to refresh your memory. About
6: three weeks ago I called in about a warranty problem I was that I was potentially gonna have with GM. Uh it was two thousand seventeen Ollie pickup with that six four hundred and twenty horsepower six point two liter engine. Yes, I and, remember this. Uh, we we didn't wanna discuss mechanical stuff, but you know what the problem was? One of those variable lifters failed and wiped out the camshaft. Right. Well, um they fixed it. Uh, I, uh, uh, I went down there and looked at the parts and man, there were a lot of bad parts. And, uh, I told him, I said, you, you know, I tried to, to ask him if they were going to drop the pan. I said, look at that cam go. It's too, it's gone. I said, where'd all that metal go? Well, the GM representative came in. He said, well, we, we're, we're comfortable with our replacing the parts and putting it back on the road. And, and I said, well, what if this happens again? I said, and unbeknownst to me, and I found out about three days later, one of the customers, that one of my customers that I, I do a lot of business with, has the same engine in the 219. Only his had 85,000 miles. It did exactly the same thing, and it cost him $8,200 to get it fixed. Oh my! Because it was out of warranty. Right. I mean, they have to have the whole darn top of the engine haul out. Oh sure. The was gone. Two lifters broke. You know. Well, I asked GM. I said you know, this, y'all got a problem here. Well, they said, no, we don't. And I said, would you be willing to extend my warranty? You know, at least do something for me, because I've only got about 12,000 miles left on this thing. And and two years, was two years on uh, on the years. I said, if it happens after that, I'm stuck with it. And they said, well, we'll be glad to sell you an extended warranty. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. That was from the district, that was from the district representative of GM. So... Uh, I went through about three people before I finally got to him. So, I don't know. I, I'm I think GM has a problem with this system, and they're they're not admitting it because they go by percentages. You know, they sell a thousand, thousand, a thousand of them, and if a if some
3: of them go bad, well, that's just too bad. Yep. The percentage ain't enough for them to do anything about. They do well, they uh, they do a lot of analyzing on warranty tickets. That was how we yeah, used well. to find out if there was a problem and then they could take care of it. It may not be enough yet, but it sounds like uh, as these things are going to, as there's more and more problems, maybe they'll come back and do something for well, there's
6: you. There's no doubt. there's All you got to do is just Google it in, and there are websites dedicated to the problem. I mean, you got a chick in your lifter, you better shut it down.
3: Well, buddy i i apologize i really kind of felt like they'd offer you up an extended warranty on that thing i've seen them do well, it before
6: since, since they um this is me and my wife looked it up we've been married 50 years this is our this was our 24th brand new gm vehicle we bought in 50 years and you would have thought that being a loyal customer I and mean, you know but it and now they said we ain't got a problem and but I know a lot about cars. I'm an old hot rodder, and I know exactly what the problem is. And yep. they they say there ain't a problem. So it's
3: just, well, I think
6: you know there's a the problem too. But Jackie, they, thank
3: you for thank you for bringing us okay. up to date. I was curious what happened to you. I'm disappointed they didn't offer you an extended warranty. I thought they would. Um, and I just hope you don't have any further problems. I hope the fix that they did actually is a permanent one. And they know what they're doing, and and maybe that'll be the end of it. Uh, but you're one of those people like me that if I had bought my 24th one, it'd probably be my last one, and I, I wouldn't blame you for that at all. I'm a little bit disappointed in General Mutters for that. Thank you for your call, sir. That is very, very kind of you. CarProUSA.com, that's our website. That's where you sign up for the, the um, free weekly newsletter, and that's where you also find my FAQ page. And all of our news, if you go to the menu button at the top right and click on that, it's three lines. Uh, there's a news section right in the middle of the page uh, that we keep you up to speed on what's going on. You can also, uh, again, subscribe to the newsletter there. You can get our radio schedule. You can get our podcast. Our podcast will be up oh, an hour and a half from now or less. And you can get all three hours. A lot of you only get two hours. But you can get all three hours uh, from today at in your uh, mobile device or your computer. And again, it's all at carprousa.com.
2: Buying or leasing your next vehicle is a hard choice. Don't go it alone. Call the CarPro, Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA,
3: 1-800-926-7777. And we got a Bob in Cleveland, Ohio. Hello Bob. Hello
5: Bob. Hi Jerry, I want to talk to you about Rangers. Yes sir. Okay, I got a. I just got rid of my 2011 Ranger Sport that I replaced the frame on two years ago for $16,200 in one day. Wow! <laughs> some, some fool, some fool overpaid, but I'm happy. But uh, anyhow, I'm interested in a new Ranger. But I do hear Ford's going to add to the option list of. Uh, Things and engines coming up soon. Have you heard anything?
3: No, I have not. Um, And I liked. I've I've reviewed it twice since they've uh, since they started rebuilding them again. And both those reviews are at my website. Uh, And I I tell you what, I was impressed with the engine that I had in the one that I reviewed. The last one I had was a uh, Lariat, and so it was the top of the line now this was a this was a 2019 model which was which was fine but i i'll tell you what I really liked about the truck was the ride and the quietness of the interior and that 2.3 liter eco boost you know doggone thing's putting out 270 horses and 310 pound feet of torque i that that's the way I'd go with it
7: yeah i, I hear they're going to put the 2.7 v6 in them coming up
3: I, I haven't heard that, and I, I don't know why they would. What I mean, all they're going to do is is lessen their fuel economy, and the two point three is rated at seventy five hundred pounds of towing. I don't know why they'd do anything different now. Not I to think, say I that's not right. Of,
5: yeah, uh, I I kind of miss the size of my old Ranger. I I got used to that size and liked it. But yeah,
3: the, uh, I, and I I have said for years now, Bob. If somebody'd come out with a true compact pickup truck, they're got, they're they're gonna they, they will kill bear with it because these the, even the today's midsize truck is the size of half ton trucks ten years ago.
5: Exactly, and and these uh, old Rangers are selling like hotcakes. Oh
3: yeah, well you can't wear one out. That's, I sold a gazillion of them when I was in the Ford business, and a lot of them were to companies that did pest control and air conditioning work and plumbers, and you just couldn't wear one out. If you decide to get one, talk to Rich Claybin, Claiben Ford. He's at my website. He's a dear friend, and he will take amazing care of you. I promise you.
2: So, you want a hybrid, but maybe a diesel would suit your driving better? Call Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA and let him help you. 1 800 926 7777.
3: This hour of the CarPro USA radio show is brought to you by our friends at Indeed.com. If you need to hire someone, you need Indeed. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit.
4: Good. Yes. I like credit. Credit is a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, the tax code 179 that you have made a thing for hundreds of thousands of people who didn't know about it until you started popularizing it, You've had the information about how it works this year, the last couple of weeks in the newsletter, but you haven't had the list of qualifying vehicles yet.
3: Do you know how long it takes to look each one of those up at the manufacturer's website?
4: How who, many are there? Who Five dozen?
3: Oh, no. <laughs> more than that.
4: Way more? Way
3: more than that. Oh, I had no idea. And then you're looking up...
4: The gross vehicle weight of all those vehicles. Gross vehicle
3: weight rating and, and a lot of them that don't qualify for it. You still got to look to make sure. So I'm thinking of delegating
4: this. Uh, oh gosh look at the time I forgot. <laughs> Jerry I've got a doctor's appointment today. I'll see you later buddy. Have a great show.
3: Yeah I thought that would go over big.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm Big I'm, like a fart I, in church. I
3: started I started working on it Last week, and I did not get done with it. I'm hoping to finish it up by this week. It is, it is time consuming and exhausting and tedious. Oh, I mean, you got to first you got to find. Once you get to the manufacturer's website, you got to typically find the specs. And that's where you get – and I'm used to looking for specs because that's – when I do a review, that's where I get my dimensions of the vehicle. We always give you the length, width, height. We give you the weight. Cargo space. Cargo space. A lot of times if it's an SUV, I give you how many gallons of gas it holds. I give you which side of the the car the gas tank is on because some people, if it's not on the driver's side – they don't want it,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I get that, especially the ladies. So you got to find the specs page, and then you got to you got to make sure you're looking at the gross vehicle weight rating, not the weight of the vehicle, because it's very different. The weight is way different than the gross vehicle weight rating. So hopefully, we'll have that up for you next week, and we'll have another edition of the free weekly newsletter with all kinds of information on it. Uh, coming up for you next Friday. So if you want this week's today, including getting your car ready for winter, uh, the story of a historic Lincoln that carried John F. Kennedy on the day he died uh, that's
4: being auctioned off. Not the one.
3: Not the one he was killed in, but the one he was in earlier that day. Going to breakfast. In Fort Worth. Yeah, he was in Fort Worth and then later came to Dallas, which turned out not to be such a great decision. Yeah. How about we talk to uh, Jeremy in Livingston, Texas? Hello, Jeremy.
1: Jerry, I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. So um, far,
3: so good, buddy. You too.
1: I um, also want to say I miss hearing your father. I'm sure not as much as you do at some point. I imagine it will be old people telling you that, but um, regardless. The question I had for you today, I am – just probably weeks away from purchasing a new truck. Yeah. I have, I have, I have only ever had F-150. Um, and my question, I guess, is, is there something that General Motors, Chrysler, Toyota, or Nissan is doing, any of them, that should, if not make me change my mind, at least make me consider
3: something else? What do you use a truck for, Jeremy?
1: <sighs> well... General purpose, it's not a work vehicle. It's just beating around town, and if I need to throw a sheet of plywood in there or something, at least I have that available.
3: So it's a daily driver, but no no towing, hauling, no, heavy stuff.
1: No towing, no hauling, no heavy stuff. I Comfort is a factor, but it's not the only factor, and I'll tell you that just for informational purposes, I'm not going to go—I know you can— but I'm not going to go drop $80,000 on a pickup truck.
3: Yeah, no, I get I don't I don't blame you. And you can actually spend more than that if you wish. Sure,
2: uh, I'm sure you can.
3: But let me let me warn you about something because I'm not sure that I talk about this on the air enough and I'm not sure enough people realize that that the trend that I've seen over the past few years especially with trucks and SUVs because they've been so popular is the manufacturers have really jacked the window sticker prices up so that they could offer bigger rebates. They didn't figure this out for a long time. You know what? If we raise the price, we can have rebates and get people in the door. So that's what's been going on. So when you look at a sticker price, particularly on a truck today, and it says $70,000, there's a pretty good chance that that truck can be bought for $60,000 because of rebates and incentives and the dealer discount. All those things. So, don't don't get too caught up in the window sticker price. You got to really look at at what you can, what the net is, what what you would be paying for the truck. So, with that, right? And I, I
1: apologize for interrupting, but I do want to. It's part of what I do. I interrupt a lot.
3: <laughs> so your, I know the feeling. Huh? Oh, you're a wife.
1: Your experience is it? Okay, I have bought my last. I want to say six vehicles I've have been the Lord has blessed me to be able to write a check for that car. Yeah. And I've often been told when asking about a certain rebate or something that well that only applies if you do if you go through Ford Motor Credit or something along those lines. Is that something you see happening more often or
3: Yeah, yeah I do. I do. In fact, I've got a very popular article on my FAQ page about paying cash for a car and the way that some people think that you get a better deal that way and that and in in reality the opposite you know. is true you yeah. you might not get as good a deal because you're paying cash but it, it and I also going in that article Jeremy to explain that if there's a $1000 or $1500 rebate if you finance with the captive lender do it and then pay it off just pay it off within the first 30 days and there's no interest charge and you get to keep the rebate. And they know that's going to happen in a certain percent of the cases. What they hope happens is you know, that you'll continue to make the payments and they'll make the interest. Before we run out of time, I want to, I want to finish your question. The one that I would look at if I really wanted to look at something completely different is the Ram. You've got to look at the Ram Laramie Longhorn Look at the interior, drive it, look at the, the multifunction tailgate, look at the RAM boxes that are built into a boxes on, on the sides of the truck. Look at the computer screen, look at the four corner independent suspension system. These are things that nobody else out there's got. And if I were you, I would and I like the Chevy and the GMC, I own a GMC myself. And I love the truck. But look, look, you can do a lot of this just by looking at my review video at CarPro USA of the last Ram that I had. Just put Ram up in the search box and it'll pull up the last one. That's the one that I would look at before you make that final decision.
2: The place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive is CarPro USA. Call now with your question, 1-800-926-7777.
3: Did
4: you got a beautiful car for you to take a look at on our Facebook page today. It's not a muscle car. It's in the era just preceding that when the designers were running amok at the Big Three in Detroit. Oh, I no kidding. But it's it's really pretty. Uh, do yourself a favor. Click on the Facebook logo at our website, carprousa.com, and see what you think of it.
3: It's hard not to like that car. It's beautiful. It is. And you might win an auto heat shield, which is wonderful, in the winter and the summer. Let's talk to George in Cleveland. George, welcome. How can I help you, my friend?
7: Hey, how are you today?
3: Doing good, George. Uh, What's
2: up?
7: I'm a a wheelchair-bound veteran, and uh, the last three years... Uh, I've been using a Ford Explorer, with four-wheel drive, and it has an external lift. And I can only uh, get around during the, the good weather. And I've been looking uh, high and low for a expedition or a navigator, extended length or not. I can't find them anywhere. I do a nationwide search. There's very few out there. And I kind of want to, you know, get around all year long. Because uh, with the navigator or expedition, you can enclose your wheelchair inside. And what is the going on with those big boys? They can't find them. Well,
3: the V8. Yeah, I tell you, what the SUV market has been kind of crazy with COVID um, because once they quit building brand new ones, then all of a sudden the used ones got hot, and they just yeah. kind of sold out. And we're talking about SUVs, all of them, whether it's Tahoe or Suburban or Escalade or Yukon. It's a very small percentage of SUV sales. I love the Expedition. If you're looking for a V8, you're not going to find one because since 2018, yep. they all they've put in that thing is that 3.5 EcoBoost, which has been a great engine. Correct. And it's a performer. And, boy... In 18, that's when they went to the aluminum body, and they put the EcoBoost, they put the 10-speed automatic transmission. All of a sudden, this thing starts selling, and it had been a really slow seller. Now, I don't know if you've talked to Rich Claibin or not, Claiben Ford. He's in Kent. No, I he's a dear friend of mine. Okay. If you'll tell him what you're looking for, I promise you, he's got somebody at the auction every week. They'll find you just the right thing. And buy it for you, and then if, oh. when it comes in, if you don't want it, it's okay. They'd have bought it anyway. But if if they know kind of what you're looking for, it makes a big difference. And Rich, I tell you something. This is one of the finest men I've ever met in my life, bar none. Uh,
7: one quick uh, note: uh, since 2015, they put the V6 in there, and from the 16, from 15 to 17, they used a turbo, but they had a bad bad, uh, uh, gumming of the valves because of the uh, direct injection. So in 2018, they changed it to traditional injection and then to uh, direct injection because people had to keep replacing the turbos at 30,000 miles on those turbos. I was wondering if you were aware of that. No, not really. I haven't been looking for that one. No?
3: Because the the 3.5 EcoBoost is the same engine they've had in all the F-150s. Uh, for for a lot I mean, it's not the only one available, but it's been the most popular by far, um, and and to my knowledge, they have been extremely reliable, and and the performance has been fantastic. So, no, I'm a little surprised to hear that. I think if it, if it were a really widespread problem, I'd know about it, but it's I haven't I haven't seen it. But talk to yeah, Rich. Really bad. I'll be darned. He is at my website, uh, George, okay. and you can email him or you can call him his numbers there. He owns uh, a Ford. Great guy. And I promise you, he'll come up with you one kind of that. It'll help him. If you can decide, do you want a short one or do you want a long one? Or, you know, any specific colors that you do not want that that's the kind of stuff that will have, but he'll take good care of you. And George, thank you so much for your
2: service hard top, or rag top. Let CarPro USA help you decide. Call now at 1-800-926-7777. Tom,
3: Missouri City, Texas. You got the last word this hour. Tom, what can I do for you?
0: Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate it. On Thursday, my wife and I were in the process of purchasing a new vehicle. Yep. We had signed the, we signed the pre- preliminary paperwork. We had turned down all the additives. We were just waiting for them to bring the final paperwork to us. While we were waiting, I decided to go look at the car one more time. They brought it to the showroom for us. I, I noticed when I looked in the wheel well, there was about three inches of water in that wheel well. Huh. We ended up not purchasing that car. They they told us they would look for something comparable. As of yet, they haven't been able to find us anything. Um, it's a three-row SUV. We need a specific seat configuration, and my wife really liked the color of this vehicle. So my question to you is, uh, number one, do you think we made the right choice in not purchasing this vehicle?
3: D- did anybody – say what happened i mean why i've never
0: no s- they uh, that the manager didn't t- talk to us he he kind of rushed out and looked in there and rushed back he never spoke to us we just dealt with the salesperson
3: when you say the wheel well you're looking you're looking at the tire and wheel in the front right
0: I, i'm I, i'm sorry i it's probably not the wheel it's where the spare tire is
3: oh oh under under the, under the cargo the area well. I'm,
0: I'm sorry Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's obviously a leak there somewhere. And that's, I mean, that's going to cause problems down the road if it persists. You know, you're going to have mold and you're going to have a smell, and it's going to be pretty doggone awful. So, yeah, I think you did the right thing for sure. I'd have turned it down as well. I bet you they can come up with one. Um, It may take a little bit of time because, again, SUVs are very short in supply right now. But I I think you definitely did the right thing. And, brother, I hate to do it to you, but we have got to run. I thank you for your call. Call me back if I can help you.
2: So you want a third-row seat, but you have six kids. Let CarPro USA help you at 1-800-926-7777.